Thank God is Temple Sunday, gorgeous. I'm Abiola Abrams, founder of the Spiritpreneur Guru Academy. You can take a free masterclass with me, Spiritual Selling Secrets, at richgoddess.club. That site again is richgoddess.club. All right, let's get this party started. It is Goddess Temple Sunday, and I'm so glad to have you here with me. For those of you asking, how can I join you live? A lot of my YouTubers, hey YouTubers, are saying, I love watching the replay, but I want to be with you live. Here's how to join me live for Goddess Temple Sundays. It's on Sundays, usually at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Goddess Annabelle. <laughs> 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you want to stay really, really in the loop for real, real, definitely text Goddess Temple to 43506. It's in the comments. Text Goddess Temple in all caps to 43506 and you'll get text messages whenever I go live. Yay! The goddesses are gathering. Greetings, Goddess Allison. Coach Ross is in the house. Goddess Courtney is here, fresh from our Belize adventure. Goddess Pray Love Belize. Goddess Nana is here. Hello, my love. Goddess Dawn is here. Greetings, beautiful queen. Yes, Goddess Melissa is here. She says, beautiful Sunday morning. Let's begin our party. Yes, 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 yes. So we start off Goddess Temple Sunday by giving thanks and saying thank you, thank you, thank you to the Creator for bringing us together for this beautiful, beautiful Sunday. I ask that you direct the people here who are meant to be here. I ask that you guide my hands, my words, my energy, and my actions to be in service of you. Amen. Ashe. And so it is. Greetings, Goddess Giovanna. Yay, my love, my heart. Grand rising, beautiful Goddess Mignon is here. Yes. And Goddess Sandra is in the house. Hello, beautiful. Yes. So the goddesses who were with me in Belize will recognize this. Also, the goddesses who are with me in Bali. It's not picking up the color, but it's our beautiful rose quartz crystal ball. You can see the diva light reflected in it. And we can also see our positive and beautiful loving energy reflected in it. And this is a ball that we use instead of a talking stick to speak, to be able to give everyone's words and energy, love and appreciation and a space in our hearts and a space in our lives. However, everyday life is not necessarily the same as a goddess circle, although how we do anything is how we do everything. The difference is that everyone's opinion, everyone's opinion of you, of your life, of your choices, of the things that you are doing, does not deserve a front seat in your life. And so what do we do? What do we do when we care deeply about people and what they think and we want to be good people? We were raised to be good girls, right? Nice girls to get along, all of those things. And now we've got other people's opinions of us, O-P-O, <laughs> other people's opinions messing up our lives, right? So for the, for the um, I don't wanna say old heads, let's see, what's a different word? For the, for the vintage in the audience, we can say, you down with O-P-O? No, <laughs> we 
people's opinions. <laughs> Greetings, Goddess Carrie. Goddess Carrie is here. And Goddess Melissa says today is a gift. It absolutely is. And so let's talk about releasing the need to subscribe to other people's thoughts, opinions, beliefs in any way, shape, or form. Half the time, here's the really insidious part of it. We don't even know that we are, you know, structuring our lives around other people's beliefs because their beliefs begin become our own. And we don't know where we started to form what we think of ourselves and where other people's opinions matter, right? And so then we're living our lives and we're making choices about our relationships. We're making choices about our careers, we're making choices about our health and how we conduct ourselves in the world. And it's based on someone else's voice, someone else's idea. So let's get into it. But first, <laughs> I want to share with you, I got a new toy for us to play with. So you've seen the rose quartz crystal ball. And now look what has made its way into my life. A beautiful amethyst crystal ball. I'll have to take pictures to show you so that we can see better. And rose quartz energy is all about love and um, healing the heart, which is why it's so good for goddess circle and sharing. And so you might want to put some rose quartz, you know, in your wallet if you are wanting to bring more love to you, more abundance in other areas of your life. You can put it next to your heart. And amethyst is about raising your vibration, your crown chakra, being more connected to what is meant for you and less connected to the grand opinion, the good opinion of others. That's how one of my favorite mentors, Dr., the late great Dr. Wayne Dyer put it, learning to live independent of the good opinion of others. I'm going to put that in the comments right here. Being independent of the good opinion of others. So others may be well-meaning, others may be great people, others may be your parents, your kids, your partner, your employees, your boss, whoever, but learning to live independent of the good opinion of others is really what we are talking about. So the goddesses are talking about their crystals before we get into that. Goddess Courtney says she has her rose quartz in bed with her right now. Goddess Keisha Martin, hello, beautiful. She says that's beautiful. Goddess Giovanna Tisdale, hello, Goddess Giovanna. She's known as the spiritual love coach, by the way, and she has an office in North Carolina where you can go and visit her and get your love life and your chakras all in alignment. Um, she says she has been wanting a labradite crystal ball, so she is manifesting that. And goddess, uh, let's see, goddess Dawn and goddess Sanja are just putting in the love for the amethyst crystal ball. So I was raised by people pleasers, amazing, awesome individuals who wanted other people to like them, mostly because they wanted to be good people, right? So we send them hearts. We send them loves, the, the, the great people that raised us because they did the best that they could with what they know. And now if we know better, we can do better, right? If we know better, we can do better. And most of us, the reason why we continue to make choices and decisions in our lives around fear of what other people are going to think is because, you know, it's something we don't want to admit, but we're afraid that we will be unlovable 
if we choose something different. Let that sink in. We are afraid that we will be unlovable if we choose to make choices, if we say, you know, to someone, you know what, I, I love you, but I don't want to hear your hard luck story today. <laughs> you, you probably finesse it a little smoother than that, right? Or if we say to somebody, you know what, I love you deeply, but no, you can't have $50. No, I can't lend you any money. Yeah, I know you got a tax return coming. So I suggest you wait until the tax return comes and then you can do what you want to do with your own money, right? <laughs> or if we feel like, okay, if I leave my job, if I leave my good J-O-B with benefits, to do my own thing, we feel like on the surface, okay, I'm afraid I'll be broke, but no. What you're really afraid of is that you will be unlovable. That is a primal, tribal fear and wound. Human beings, you know, we're tribal creatures. We were born and bred to move together in tribes to do things for the benefit of the tribe and we don't want to be kicked out of the tribe and so we feel like if i choose this partner that my family wouldn't agree with or i choose this life path or career path or home or business or whatever it is that my family won't agree with then i may be unlovable <sighs> let's take a breath on that Right, hit the share button. Hit the share button so that the people in your timeline, you know, can get on the same wavelength with you and you know, stop with the judgment and the energy that you don't need in your life. Hit the share button. That's our time for today. Hit the share button. Yes. 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 So one of the mantras that we used in both my Bali retreat, the Abundance Pray Love, and the Goddess Pray Love retreat. I only brought two things from the Bali retreat to the Belize retreat. And that was two mantras. The first mantra, I am comfortable making other people uncomfortable. I am comfortable making other people uncomfortable. And the second mantra that I use with both retreats is, I am safe and it is safe to be unsafe. Because safety, feeling safe in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, although it is something that is never talked about, is something that affects how we move in the world, particularly as women. Many of us just do not feel safe in the world. We don't feel safe in our bodies. We don't feel safe in our minds. We don't feel safe to think what we want to think and be who we want to be. And so then, of course, we're going to make decisions that are in favor of the tribe. Of course, we're going to make decisions that are the best for everyone else and not necessarily the best for you. But this is your one wild and precious life. Your one wild and precious life. I don't care if you believe in reincarnation. You may come back next time as a tree. I don't know, right? This is your one wild and precious life as you. When you come back as the other person, then you can you know, deal with the other things then. Right now, this is your moment. This is your time right now. This moment is your eternity. Tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow is not promised. Yesterday is gone. This is it. And so 
you don't want to live your life where you're going to woulda, coulda, should all over your life. But what I want you to really, really begin with, here's where we want to begin. Because it's, it's easy to say, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what, and half the people who are declaring that, yes, they do. Either A, they're lying to themselves, or B, they turn into giant narcissistic a-holes. And we don't want to be that. That's not what we want to be. That's not who you are. That is not anywhere in your soul and in your being. So what do you do? What do you do? All right, so the way to uproot and dig it up and, 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 and you know, really deal with this so you don't go back to the place, you know, as often. It's a muscle where you have to learn, relearn a new pattern and a new way of being is if there is a consistent voice that is holding you back from making decisions, from moving forward, from living your best life, your best life, not your mama's best life, not your papa's best life, not your partner's best life, not your third grade teacher's best life, your best life. I want you to think about what it is within you that agrees with that voice. Because oftentimes we are in resistance to their judgment, right? And we go and we're like fighting about it in our heads and we're fighting about it in our journal. And we're like, how dare you say that to me? Or how dare they think that? Or how dare, but the truth is that there's a part of you that agrees either if they are saying, if there isn't a they and something negative, or there is a part of you that really does believe that you will not be lovable, right? There's a part of you that believes that, you know, that great degree that you got, that medical degree, that law degree, that sociology degree, whatever it is, that that's what people love. Or the fact that you are the one who will go out of the way 10 miles. Let me get on a rant here. You know, I'm always saying don't clean up other people's stuff, but I'm sorry, I gotta look out for my people. So let me, give me a second. Let me, let me get on a rant right here. Like I told you, I was raised by beautiful people-pleasing individuals. And to this day, my father in his retirement, people will call him from wherever to drive them to the airport. Don't these people have Uber? That's probably them texting me now. <laughs> Sorry, let me turn it off the phone. Right? Do these people, have they not heard of Uber? They will call him to go to the hospital. Oh, I've got to go to... Have you not heard of Uber? Do you not have access to other people in your lives? And it's because when you have natural, loving, giving energy, you assume, you assume like me, we assume that there will be a point where these people say, okay, I've asked for too much, right? Because we're the, I don't want to ask for too much people. Raise your hand if you're part of the, I don't want to ask for too much crowd, right? <laughs> but these people, I'm, yes, I'm lumping all of them together. These people, the takers, let's just call them the takers, right? The takers, and I say that with love, takers, <laughs> the takers don't stop. They don't stop. We think, okay, well, let me do, when I do this for them, and then I do that, and I've given them money, and I've driven them here, and I've bought them gas, and I've did whatever for them, that there's a point where the takers will say, okay, thank you, thank you, I got it, I, I got it from here, you helped me, thank you for the leg up, I got it, now I can take care of my own self, because that's what you would do. That's what you would do. You would 
take the bit of help, whatever that bit of help is, and you would say, oh, thank you so much for helping me. Now I can do it from here. Now I can live my life from here. Now I can shine and walk on my own from here. But the takers, child, the takers do not stop. And so it is, and I don't blame them, right? Like if my cat meows, that's her job. She's a cat. She meows. Yes, rock out, kitty cat. Meow, right? Cats meow. Dogs bark, takers take. All right? Somebody write that down. <laughs> Cats bark, dogs meow, takers take. And so no judgment for the takers. That's what they do. We all have our role to play. What is important, what I'm concerned with in this conversation is their role in your life. Yes, see all the, all the givers raising their hands. Yes, their role in your lives. And you have to get comfortable making other people uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable. Beautiful time, goddess you, for you to step in the room because she is a giver. We have to get comfortable as a tribe of givers and not to say we're perfect, we are far from perfect, we understand that. But as a tribe of givers, we have to get comfortable with other people's discomfort, with them feeling uncomfortable, with them feeling when you say, no, I can't do that for you, without there needing to be a big apology, right? Without there feeling a, a need to apologize and making yourself wrong for it not being a choice you want in your life. You know, like you could just say, mm, I, I'm not going to, I don't choose to do that right now. Thanks for asking. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> That's how a lot of rejection letters begin. <laughs> I, like when I was like focusing on writing, like they would send, you'd send a pitch to someone and they would write back, thanks for thinking of me, but you know, no thank you. And I'd be like, what do you mean? Thanks for thinking of you. You, you didn't accept my pitch, right? Thanks for thinking of me, but you know. This is, this is not something I'd prefer to do at this time. Story done. <laughs> done. You don't have to now figure out their whole lives or plan with them a whole life plan or hear 10 other people. You can, but allow them to figure it out on their own. They're not going to suddenly morph into self-sufficient human beings, you know, if you are, if they're feeding on you, if someone, if you're having a parasitic relationship with someone where they are feeding on you, okay? It comes back to you being comfortable, making other people feel uncomfortable. And another kind of this relationship may be where the other person doesn't even know that they're in this relationship with you. It may be that you just don't want to disappoint them. Because again, you're afraid that you're going to be unlovable. And so you may feel fearful that you're, you know, the person may not have even expressed to you that they have any, that they would feel any disappointment in your choices. But you, good daughter, great sister, wonderful human being, always get everything right, really smart girl, you <laughs> have taken it upon yourself somewhere in your soul to feel like you have to be the person that gets it right. You have to be the person that uplifts everyone else. You have to be the example. And there's no way to live your life as the example and be a human being at the same time because human life is imperfect. It's messy. It's crazy. It's funny. It's beautiful and it's ugly. 
all of the above. And you can't allow yourself to have the range of your human emotions from happiness to joy to sadness and all the good things in between if you are wanting to be perfect. All right? So I want you to make your mantra I am comfortable. The two, the two mantras that I said, you know, that I brought from uh, from Bali to Belize. The only, the only two things that I brought from Bali that I will continue to bring to other workshops and retreats because it is life changing when you can get this in your bones. I am comfortable. Let's all affirm it. Put it in the comments. I am comfortable making other people feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna put them here for you. I'm comfortable making others feel uncomfortable. And it doesn't mean, again, that you are some like jerk or something like that, or you're like a horrible like narcissist or something like that. That's not who you are. I'm looking at you, I see you, that's not who you are. And so your fear, if your fear is that you will suddenly be a terrible person because you said no to someone, look deeper than that. That's not really what you're afraid of. You're afraid that you will be rejected. You are afraid that you will be unlovable. And so fill that hole. That's the space that you want to fill. Know that those who really love you and care about you will care about you with the no will care about you with the no. And that is perfectly okay. And it allows them to figure something out. And it's also a way of loving people by assuming the best for them, assuming for them, right, Goddess Annabelle? Assuming for them that, you know, that they can figure it out, that they can figure out their lives and giving them a chance to do that. Giving them a chance to do that, right? And so, Yes, yes, the goddesses are affirming it. I am comfortable making others feel uncomfortable. Yes, and it's safe to do that. It's safe to do that. Let's close with the affirmation, I am safe and it is safe to be safe. I am safe and it is safe to be safe. Yes, it is safe to be rejected. If someone rejects you and doesn't want to be your friend, your family member, your love, or whatever, because you are living firmly with healthy boundaries for you, then they weren't in love with you to begin with. They were in love with what they could get from you or the idea of you. And if it's a relationship worth saving, then now you can have a different conversation from a person who is rooted in herself. Get to know yourself. Get to know who you are. You know, sometimes we are so far down the rabbit hole of other people's beliefs that we don't even know what we think. I remember like years ago, you know, really like when I came to this realization, I didn't even know what I thought. I didn't know what I thought. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I wanted because all of my ideas were other people's ideas. I didn't know what I liked to wear. I didn't know what I like because literally like every single thing was someone else's idea of what my life should be. And that is not a way to live. That is not a way to live, right? Would you live like that, Goddess Annabelle? No! God is Annabelle said no. <laughs> we are safe. 
and it is safe to be safe. It is safe to be you. It is safe to love yourself without apology. It is safe to accept yourself. It is safe to look deeper. Many of us are scared to look deeper because we're afraid of what we will find. But what you will find will be the path to who you really, really are. And this is your one wild and precious life. And I urge and encourage you to live it on your terms. Got it? Yes, good. All right. Well, I am back. I am back from Belize. And now I can do for you what I promised beforehand, which is a video a day. Some will be pre recorded, some will be live, but I will be here with you throughout the summer. I know. Big, big ask, big, big promise. Some of them, like I said, maybe a little Instagram.